0: Friday uh, afternoon, I took my, my dad to the doctor. Uh, he goes a few times a week for this like, lung therapy and, and to give my mom a break, the, the kids, uh, we all take turns. And uh, so I, I, I took him Friday afternoon and uh, picked him up and uh, drove him over to Del Nor, one of those doctor buildings. And uh, we went in and you know he did his exercises and uh, I waited and got him back in the car after it was over um, he's tired he's, uh, he's pretty frail and all that exercise kind of takes it out of him but he's you know as we're driving uh, he's like man I'm so blessed I'm so blessed and in my dad that's he says that a lot uh, every time I see him Dan have I ever told you how blessed I am <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, praise God, you're blessed." And he goes, "Yeah, you kids, and and uh, yeah, it's just I'm so blessed." So he was he was talking about that and uh, all the reasons why he's blessed and and, uh, and then we we got to the to the light and we're, we're sitting there. Um, he says, "What are you going to do for the Fourth of July?" I said, "I don't know yet. Probably, you know." shoot some fireworks off or something like that and uh have a picnic or wherever uh, a couple parties maybe and then he's like well that's good do you know what i'm doing i said dad i have no idea what are you doing He uh, your mom and i we're gonna we're gonna watch a movie i said well that sounds great dad uh, uh do you want to know what movie it is i said sure what is it he goes guess and i'm like Okay, uh, my dad uh, movie Fourth of July, and I said, Ah, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. He goes, That's it. How'd you know? And, because he's he's and he watches it every year, and he makes us watch it with him, you know. And, uh, and it's not that good of a movie, um, but, uh, <laughs> you know that song. Uh, I can sing it for you right now if you want me to. But I know it by heart. Uh, yeah, he loves that song. James Cagney and whatever the uh, Co, Jan, John, John Cohan or whatever his name is in the movie, singing the song and dancing and, uh, and my dad can't dance anymore but he can sing and so he starts singing the song right in the car I was like alright, well, let's, let's do this so there we are I'm a Yankee Doodle dandy all the way home it was great because uh, he's blessed huh? he's blessed and, and you ask yourself, why are you blessed why are you guys blessed uh, and, and, and you're not blessed uh, because of your stuff. You're not blessed because of your money. You're not blessed uh, because of uh, who you are, what you have, where you go, what you take. Uh, you're not blessed. That's not the reason why we're blessed. We're not even blessed because of uh, who we're married to or who our kids are. Isn't that what Jesus said today? In no uncertain terms? It said, Whoever loves his family, his wife, husband, his kids, more than me is not worthy of me. Wow. Now, think about that. Those are the most important things that are going on in our lives. And he's saying, no, no, no. If your wife or your husband is important, it's because I am. If your kids are, are important to you, it's because I'm important to you. And you've got to get that relationship Right. You've got to get your priorities straight. My dad is blessed. You're blessed. Because he he loves God. You're blessed because you love God. And you are blessed because God has loved us and given us Jesus Christ. And Jesus is saying, Don't forget what's most important in your life. It's me. And if you get me right, you get everything else right. I'm first is a jealous guy, and he wants to be first. He is first. And when we get that wrong, everything falls apart. Um, John Paul uh, said back in 1995, uh, he had a homily somewhere, and he said, we are beguiled before a vast sea, which beckons us with its cool-looking deep waters. And so we... We wade into it, only to discover that it is endlessly shallow and brackish. And as our feet sink slowly into the sand, they are cut by sharp stones and wound us. Now, that's, that's, the mod- that's a critique of modern culture. That's a critique of, of our misinterpretation of freedom We think freedom is getting what we want, having what we want, doing what we want, being what we want, being endlessly self-invented, being uh, subject, as Benedict would say, to the dictatorship of relativism, where I'm God and nobody else is. I decide and nobody does other than me, I'm God. And that, oh, yeah, Jesus, he's nice, and I, I engage him when it's convenient, and, I, and he can do something for me, and I, and I think I've got a good thing going on with him. But, man, there are idols in our life, brothers and sisters, that take this place, and the Lord will not have it. You are not worthy of me. Those idols are those endlessly shallow, brackish waters that wound us but beguile us and tempt us to take and, 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 to, and to control. In the same homily, John Paul said, on the other hand, true freedom is that vast and endlessly that, that scares us. It's deep, dark waters, unfathomable, threatening to swallow us up in its existence. Yes, he says, jump into that and let the Lord catch you. But risking everything, fearing the loss of everything, there is a profound trust that alters our life and says, God, I am willing to give up everything so that I can have you. That's freedom. It's not liberty, license. I do whatever I want at the expense of all other things. And how many people get hurt? That's the dictatorship of relativism. That's our culture. Everybody doing and saying and being anything they want, endlessly self-inventing themselves. On the other hand, true freedom is to risk it all to have the one thing that matters. As saying goes, he is no fool who will not give up what he cannot lose in order... Well, I just lost the whole thing. I'll come back to it. Anyways, he is no fool who is, not, who, who is willing to give up what he cannot keep in order to keep what he cannot lose. There it is. All right. Now, true freedom, according to the definition, then, is... I choose not to take, but I choose to give. I choose not to take. I choose to offer. What is the definition of love? To will the good of the other. To, to offer myself for the other. To, to love the, the way Jesus loves, which is the cross, which is why we need grace, which is why we need the sacraments, which is why we have people get married in a church because they can't fully live out the marital contract without being Christ. Because you can't love the way Jesus loves without being Jesus. You can't love the way Jesus loves without receiving Jesus, huh? He gives himself to us. He pours himself out. That's freedom. Jesus did not deem equality with God something to grasp it. Rather, he emptied himself and took the form of a slave. He freely chose to empty himself. He freely chose to love. And love is the will to go to the other at the expense of oneself. It's not about you, it's not your project, it's about his project and it's about him. And when you get that right, you get your family right, your marriage right, your kids right, everything right. But it's gonna cost you. That's what Paul is talking about. Uh, You who are baptized into his death, huh? You're baptized into Christ, you're baptized into his death. You're buried with him and you are raised with him. But you gotta die to yourself. That's freedom. Freedom is not getting what you want, freedom is doing what you ought. Living for other people. the, the, The great thing is, by not loving your family first, you love them more. Because when you love God first, you love like Christ loves. And there's no greater love than that. To love the way Jesus loves means Jesus has to be first. And then, in freedom, You embrace your family, your kids, your jobs, and everything else in your life that's more important. But you embrace them as those things that God has given to you as a gift to bless you so that you might bless others. Amen? Amen. That's what we should be celebrating this weekend. the, the The founders put it in the preamble. You know, for the common good. We work for the common good. To will the good of the other. Right. So, how are you blessed? Think about it. And, is God the source of those blessings? And do you thank Him every day for them, huh? So, look on, the, on your way home today. Roll down the window. We are stopped at the light. Tell each other how blessed you are, and then sing that great song. (laughs) Uh, Happy Fourth. God bless.